football hustler back at you defense wins championships we're talking about the listener league today so uh yeah i got some good stuff to talk about we got two weeks left before the playoffs start and uh with my homies here from the fantasy philosophers we got dustin we got patrick uh dustin tell everybody where they can find you at yeah man you can find me on twitter uh fps underscore dustin uh we also have a uh you know like a joint account uh fantasy filoso one um and then you can find us on youtube we got a channel uh you know we're not quite big enough yet to have a you know like a vanity channel name so maybe we can drop a link later or something but you can find us uh fantasy philosophers youtube channel as well yes got sir patrick. got patrick on here too tell everybody where they can find you at patrick Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Patrick. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, FPS underscore Patrick. Uh, thanks to Dustin for saying it's a joint account. To be honest, he does 99% of our uh, social networking. I'm a newbie. Bear with me, y'all. Um, I'm working on it. Um, but you can find me there. And as you mentioned, YouTube, Fantasy Philosophers, got some content there as well. Uh, thanks a lot for having us, Alex. Real excited. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, we uh, 12-man Dynasty League, we got this going. It was way back in May, I believe. Maybe it was even April, can't even remember. But uh, yeah, it's been uh, good so far. Let me look at these comments. Let's see who's up in the chat here. Let's see. Ilias is up in here. What up, bro? What up? What up, everybody? How's it going, man? Chris, what up, bro? He made it. My man, Wink and Willie, 420. He made it. He's in the 420 crew. Wink and hey. Willie. Hell yeah. All day, or day. And Chris says, let the smack talk commence. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. Who else is up in here? Uh, Corey, just saying what up to people. What up, bro? Yeah, probably not going to be answering too many questions. Like Corey said, we might get to a little bit. But, uh, yeah, just uh, talking smack, saying what up to everybody. So, yeah, just uh, leave some comments here. We'll shout you out. And Corey says, what up, bro? So glad you're here on a Tuesday. Feels good to get more live content. I like it. Nice. Hell right. yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Glad to be here. We're going to be doing some more uh, some more shows on uh, on Tuesday. Just going to mix in some stuff. Uh, I, I like doing the live streams. Less editing for me. Yeah, man. Brandon, the Who Dat Daddy. <laughs> what up, bro? <laughs> Hell of a name, Epic. You think he's a Saints fan? <laughs> It'd be a weird name if he wasn't. <laughs> right. Nice. Says, love that little intro. So that was the first intro that I did. Uh, we got the fantasy football hustler one that took me a little while to get going. But yeah, the defense wins championships. This one was my first one. Uh, I think I created it way back in uh, way back in like March or April when I just got into creating content. 
Fuck team defense. Pretty dope. Hell yeah. Where's it at? Right there. Hell yeah. Ah, Dustin repping it. <laughs> one up on me. I see you, boy. Okay. <laughs> Dustin's got the shirt. He got one in early, I believe. Uh, yeah. Someone beat you to the punch of ordering that shirt, I swear, by like 10 minutes. Because as soon as I posted it, someone else hit me right away. And you hit me second. You're like, bro, let me be the first one to get it. And I was like, all right. <laughs> well, 1.5 someone beat you by a minute <laughs> well we, hey, you and i know man. you and i know what follower i was of yours alex so oh. i'll take that one. Hell yeah bro you were like i mean i think when you and i like first started talking on youtube <laughs> i hadn't even started my own channel i maybe had like 15 people like on there so yeah man like uh, you're one of the ogs that's for sure Let's see who else is up in here. So Facebook user, <laughs> we don't know who they are. They didn't uh, accept it, but uh, they're always in here. Maybe one day they'll get it accepted. But uh, <laughs> what up? What up, Facebook, Facebook user? user. <laughs> My and nice. Squad is on the way up. Okay. Oh, nice. Fifty Shades of Drunk is on here. My oh, man, Gordon. <laughs> hey, cheers to that. You guys, do you guys know Jordan on Twitter? Make sure he's a good follow, especially in the IDP community. Dude's the man. I follow Jordan on Twitter. What up, Jordan? What up, Jordan? I don't, but I will. You got my word. Everybody in the IDP world, that's one of the best follows right there. Fifty Shades of Drunk on Twitter. Mingo, what up? What up? <laughs> Oh, and here we go. Jeff, what up, bro? From the Couch Sports Talk Radio. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. What's up? We do a show on uh, Wednesdays, and we're switching it to Saturdays now. But, uh, yeah, pretty cool. I don't know if you guys have seen that. They're going to start giving me the content, so I just throw it on my YouTube channel also. But, uh, yeah, it's usually like three or five of us just talking fantasy, talking real football. But, uh, yeah, cool group of guys. Sounds like great times to me. Oh, there we go. And Brandon solidified it. Big Saints fan. <laughs> hey, Brandon, I'm not a Saints fan, but I did go to New Orleans for my bachelor party. And oh, yeah. <laughs> I've never been, but uh, I heard it is super lit and it's like Mardi Gras every day of the week, no matter when you go. <laughs> Man, there's something for everyone. But the food, the food keeps bringing me back. I love seafood. So, woo wee. Oh, yeah. All right. So let's get into this league a little bit. So right now, I'm in second place, and we're in a four-way tie for second place. Uh, uh, Destin's also seven and four. I, I got the lead in points, uh, not by much. And then uh, Patrick, bringing up the eighth spot. You're right there in the scoring, but uh, you're five and six as opposed to the seven and four and then the last couple, uh, the last playoff spot is six and five, and the six and seven team are six and five. So, a couple weeks, but you're you're still right in there to where something could happen. I'm just trying to hang on, man. You know, uh, with it being a two point PPR, it at the time felt like a fucking crime not to take Michael Thomas at the number five overall, and we all know how that worked. He's finally back, so. Maybe I can just scratch and claw my way in. So look out. It, it, we'll see what happens. It all depends on uh, those last teams. But uh, hopefully I play one of those teams for you and I can take them out and help you squeeze in. 
Hey, I won't be mad at that. <laughs> uh, my man Corey says never played in the dynasty league before hoping to learn a little bit on this stream and all the lingo and how to play. So I'm for sure going to be starting a dynasty league for um, just the fantasy football hustler channel that I have. And Corey, you're one of my main men. So yeah, you're going to be in that league for sure. But uh, I would say at least for me, cause this is my first year playing dynasty. I've been in so many redraft leagues that I never dabbled, but because of COVID, you know, March and April start coming around. Everyone's talking fantasy football. It just seemed like it would have been a crime not to get into Dynasty. But big thing that I've learned is it's not really that much different than than redraft when you're drafting. Like, I know that the teams who really want to jump for those rookies, I mean, you're putting yourself in a bad position at least for year one. And I'm trying to win every single year, you know, not like a couple years down the road only. What, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Go ahead, I mean, yeah, I mean, typically that's how I draft too. Uh, that's not how I drafted in this league we're about to talk about. Um, so that was a little bit different for me. Um, it's working out um, so far. But yeah, I agree with you, man. I, I want to win. I want to be in the playoffs and, and have a shot at the at the title from year one. So that's typically that's typically how I'm going for it too. For sure. What about you, Patrick? Yeah, for the most part, I agree. I will admit that I joined so many leagues. Um, last year was my first year of Dynasty, so I got I got a little uh, too excited and joined tons of leagues. No, I think I'm at <laughs> 10 or 11. Um, but anyway, I do have a couple where I purposely took the uh, quote-unquote progressive struggle route just for fun, just to challenge myself to see how quick I can rebuild and become a competitor. Um, the thing with this league that we're talking about today was how unique the scoring format was compared to anything I had played up to that point. Um, so very unique, but, but I'm a fan. Alex, I, I appreciate you throwing all these curveballs at us. So we really had to think about it. And now that my first round pick is back, maybe <laughs> I can do something. Yeah. And so, so for this league, just for anyone who's listening, the, uh, the scoring, we have IDP in there and I, I like to bump up the IDP scoring a little bit. So it's two points for a solo tackle, one point for an assisted. I believe it's five points for a sack, six points for an interception and then three points for a forced fumble, three points for a fumble recovery. So compared to like default scoring, I just like to bump it up. And then kind of to balance everything out, because IDP shouldn't be the highest, you know, scoring necessarily. So bumped it up to two points per reception. And then I believe we're at 0.25 point per carry, just to level out the running backs a little bit too. Yep. Good stuff. I had never done two-point PPR, um, why not? But then again, I drafted Michael Thomas, so fuck. But <laughs> yeah, fun. it's fun though. I'm enjoying it. Let's see, who else we got in here? So Alex says, what up, brother? Early bird, dang, nice to see you collabing. Hell yeah, bro. Popping that Patreon this week, let's go. Hell yeah, guys, go ahead and get it. So I put the link in the chat. It's patreon.com slash ffhustler420. You guys want to get into that Hustler Gang? The Discord chat is lit. Get on that epic tier or higher. Hustler Gang. Hey, 
that sounds like a t-shirt. I need one. Make me number one on that one, bro. For real, for real. Oh yeah. So I already, I got some swag going. Uh, it's idplife.com. Um, someone told me the LinkedIn works, so I got to check that out. It's on Teespring, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to start fucking around and getting some merch going and, uh, yeah, just, just cool shit, cool t-shirts and stuff. There we go. Mingo says, tell me how to join your crew. Real talk, bro. Hey. <laughs> Mingo's nice. always styling with the hair. Here recruiting. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So hit up the link in the chat. Yeah, no, I got to step my game up, man. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me, man. Uh, for those of y'all that don't know, I just chopped off a hell of a beard today. So I'm feeling naked at the moment. So, you know, <laughs> just keeping it real, man. I keep like, where the fuck did it go? <laughs> All right. So, well, how about, so Dustin, let's talk about your team first. Uh, who are some, like, talk about the draft a little bit. You know, I, I know you and I made a trade. Um, first round pick, you traded that away to me. I ended up getting Zeke with the sixth pick, and I paired him with Patrick Mahomes with the uh, second pick. What up, David? What up, bro? But, uh, yeah, talk about some of your, some of the guys who boomed for you so far, maybe a couple busts, maybe a couple young guys on your taxi squad that, you know, might be doing good, but you're still sitting there because they're not full-time starters yet. Sure. So um, when I drafted, uh, when, when I had the opportunity to trade back with you, I had uh, two things I wanted to do. I wanted to turn that pick, the picks that I acquired from you into even more. Uh, in some very specific rounds so that I could kind of stack up on the specific IDP, IDP players I wanted. Um, and with that idea, RB, um, because, you know, once you miss out on the first couple of ones, you might as well just punt the position, in my opinion, uh, for a minute, especially with our scoring settings. Uh, one point for 15 yard uh, for the QBs, passing passing yards. So I wanted top end QBs. So that's why I went like Dak and Wentz like really early. Um, those were great for me in the beginning of the year. Dak got hurt. Is spiraling uh, out of control uh, at this point. So it's it's not the best right now. Uh, but man, I was kicking ass with just those two early in the season. Um so that was some boom for me. Uh, I also drafted Dwayne Haskins, you know, up and coming young quarterback. That'll be my QB three. No problem. Uh, I, I officially have a QB problem because <laughs> right now I'm rolling out Dalton. <laughs> Dalton and Wentz are my two QBs and I'm not excited about either of them. So um, what, what really has carried my team though, is I've hit on a bunch of RBs and, um, Kareem Hunt has been very useful. Uh, he's an every week start for me. He's he's probably my top RB. Um, Chase Edmonds has recently become super useful. I've got Jamal Williams, who had a stretch there where he was a must start for like two weeks. Um, now I've got Duke Johnson, who's now all this put in your lineup. Boston Scott had a boom week for me. Uh, so, you know, these like ancillary guys at draft time it with some spot starts have really kind of carried me through. Is that sustainable? Probably not. Um, 
you know? So I, while I am one of the top seeds, I'm not super optimistic about my chances. Um, the good news is like, you know, I did give away my first round pick. So I do have Carson and Daryl Henderson. That's who I used to acquire it. Um, so, you know, I, I don't have my first round pick, but the good news is my team is really young. Um, my receivers, Terry McLaurin, Allen Robinson, DJ Shark, um, you know, so offense, I feel good. I feel okay. Um, maybe hit on some rookie picks this upcoming year, but, you know, talking about defense, I feel pretty great there too. I mentioned I specifically wanted to target um, some players. I wanted like young guys who were already, already producing. So Buda Baker, uh, Fred Warner, Tremaine Edmonds have all been, you know, good or pretty good for me this year. And again, all young. So I'm, I'm feeling, feeling good. I'm in the playoff hunt. I don't think I'm going to win the championship, uh, but I'm feeling good about my team. Anything can happen. Uh, so as long as I'm in the playoffs, I'm, I'm feeling good. And I think uh, the only person who's clicked right now is first place. And that's it. So, I mean, there's a lot of... Uh, you guys getting feedback there? Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, the only person I think is clinched is uh, the first place seed. What are they? They are 10 and 1. So, yeah, that's Sammy. 10 and 1. 10 and 1. And then we've got the next uh, 14 are 7 and 4. So, everyone kind of right in there, but nobody's clinched. And then the, the last playoff spot is 6 and 5. They have. Almost 3,200 points for. So that might be a little bit tough for uh, Patrick to catch him without him losing two games and Patrick winning two games. Well, the good news is I face Ratfoot this week. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, what the pretty much the lowest. Well, I guess they're. They're not the lowest anymore. They're they're in the, they're eleventh uh, right now. Uh, but the man who lost his entire team and has the craziest value on trades, <laughs> say the least. Actually, so I, I did work out one trade with him long, long ago, but it took a lot of effort. Now I don't feel like putting in that much effort. So Rafoot, step your game up, bro, or it's just getting ignored. Darren's talking about Carson and Henderson for a first. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. So Darren, he laughed at rap. He's laughing at rap foot there. So Darren's actually the sixth seed who we're talking about okay. right now. So he's what up, what up? sixth place at six and five. So he's uh zip him up on uh, in the league. That's his team name. Okay. Okay. Well, you better win bro. Cause I'm coming for you. <laughs> so let's let's hear a little bit about uh, about your squad patrick if you can go back to the draft a little bit maybe uh some of your boom guys some guys who busted for you and then talk about some idp guys good or bad yeah so this was an interesting draft I, you know i've said it probably two three times already i took michael thomas number five overall that really hurt my team up until basically this week obviously um nothing else to be said about that um i did trade up and uh with you actually alex um second round to scoop up russell wilson who's 
I can't complain at all. You know, one mediocre game, but other than that, last I looked, I think he's the number two quarterback. So I'm taking that all day. Killing that. Um, I do have Ronald Jones, and similar to what Dustin said, I didn't intend on it, but for whatever reason, the draft just played out to where I essentially went zero running back. And then at the end of the draft, I had people who were a little older. They're good, but like Raheem Mostert, I think I actually had Chris Carson um, after the draft. Players that I think are good and productive, but I am worried about how much longer that productivity will last. Um, so I did work out a trade. Don't remember the specifics offhand, but acquired uh, Josh Jacobs. Um, I have Ronald Jones as well, you know, and this has been a roller coaster season for him. Fournette doesn't look great to me, but he doesn't look terrible. So while he's there, he's going to continue to hurt Rojo's value. I'm hoping next year it will be the Rojo show with the occasional, you know, Keyshawn Vaughn, maybe third down back, whatever. Um, but Rojo, he, he stepped his game up, hell of a runner. So although I, it's – Somewhat volatile this season. I think next season his outlook will be much brighter. Um, Brandon Cooks, that was someone I was really high on. And early in the season, I was getting a little worried, to say the least. But he definitely has stepped it up. Um, Sean Watson's going ham, by the way. As, Hell uh, yeah. As well. Um, but Brandon Cooks, he he's putting on for me now. So I feel good about that. I had George Kittle. RIP. I put him <laughs> on the trade block. Anyone out there watching, send me some offers. I I'm trying to make a move to make this push. So let me know what's up. Um, and then what really hurt was I trusted the whole Jarrett Stidham, Bill Belichick. Somehow, some way, this is going to work. And whoever it was that got Cam. In our untimed draft, they just camped out and watched Sports Center for a weekend, and then the news dropped. And then, what do you know? They got themselves a starting quarterback late, late in the draft. So, lucky them. That that hurt me. Um, bastard. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I still remember that. I'm gonna call him a bastard. Let me. Uh, <laughs> I plan to go look and see who that was because. Uh, <laughs> They were on the clock for a minute. Like, I swear it was like it was a dark day. Wolf. <laughs> yeah. Um, other than that, Hollywood Brown really let me down. You know, based on what he did as a rookie, not to mention playing with the screw in his foot all season, I had real high hopes for him. I don't know if it's simply the whole, you know, Lamar was a quote unquote bust because he's not top two scenario, or if it's just the team's game plan moving forward, just to, you know, ground and pound essentially. I don't know. Um, such a talent, but just not being utilized, you know, enough to really trust ever at this point. Um, yeah, I don't see him touching my starting lineup the rest of the way, unfortunately. Makes me sad to say. Um, but we'll get into some defensive players. Um, one great ad that I was so happy I got to snag up um, midseason was Tyrell Adams for the Houston Texans. Yeah. 
Um, he's, you know, for a guy that you picked up for free, he is doing quite well, very serviceable, solid depth piece um, at, at the linebacker position. Um, let's see. Taking a look at my starters. DeForest. Who was it? Who was it who got injured there again? I know you guys are Texans fans. Who was the guy in front of him who got injured? Is it McKinney, Dustin? Or, Dustin's the true Texans fan. McKinney, yeah, yep, yeah, it is. That's yeah. who. Once McKinney yeah. went down, yeah. Thomas has Bernard been turning. I have him in a handful of redraft leagues because yeah, he uh, he just came in and started balling right away. Yeah, but I, I was happy uh, with a lot of my IDP pieces. Um, DeForest Buckner, Jalen Smith, Deion Jones, Jesse Bates, uh, Jonathan Abram, KJ Wright, just to name a few. Um, real happy with those pieces. I picked up uh, Hendrickson from New Orleans, who apparently uh, is sack or bust every game, but he has, my goodness, one, two, three. Nine and a half sacks? Is that real? <laughs> anyway, like I didn't know who this guy was. I just saw he had a sack in damn near every game. So he's just kind of hanging out there for a plug and play. Um, Kahari Willis. I was glad that I, I got him real late. He's been a, a nice asset, you know, for my, my defensive back depth. Um, Scrolling through, those are probably the biggest ones that stand out. Chandler Jones went down for me. That really sucked. Um, another guy that went down, Josh Jones. Um, strong safety for Jacksonville, even though they're terrible. Um, he, he was doing pretty well up until the injury, unfortunately. Um, so that's that Josh Allen from Jacksonville. I think he's had like what one good game and just been banged up. And I think he's finally on the IR grant Delpit IR immediately. Don't know what he'll be. Haven't seen much. Um, so that's that man. It's been a little rough going for me over here as you can, as you can tell, but uh, we're hanging in there, not giving up again for all y'all watching that are in the league. Kittles on the block. If you want them now, it's it's the cheapest you'll ever be able to acquire them right now. But I need it now, so go ahead and send that offer. <laughs> yeah, with uh, with my squad, been a little bit up and down. I mean, I'm up right now, and I played Patrick last week, and I think I don't know if it's the best performance that any team has had all year. But I know it's my best performance that I've ever had all year. Three hundred and seventy-seven points. I think uh, who is the next highest scorer this week? The next that makes highest. me feel a little better the way the way that you worded that. I like that. Thank you, sir. Dark Wolf, uh, that was actually the guy who picked up Cam. Uh, yeah, screw you for staying on the clock for like twelve hours. But uh, with three fifty-two, and then the next highest was three seventeen, and then nobody else scored over three hundred. So yeah, it here was, I uh, am with uh, just under two fifty. Just destroyed destroyed this week just wasn't uh, that fair so let me read it's, out some yeah. of the stars for me like patrick mahomes who killed it kelsey killed it got the stack there robert woods man out of nowhere with his biggest game of the year and he did a lot better than i thought um considering the matchup of course but yeah 
I figured he was going to do his thing against uh, Carlton Davis. I wasn't like super high on him, like thinking he was going to ball out like he did, but I wasn't downgrading him as much as a lot of other people were. Uh, Aaron Jones and Drake, they did good enough. Uh, and who else? Will Fuller kind of had a down week, but I got Zeke in my uh, in my flex now, and he has his best game of the year. So that's something else. He's been big disappointment for the most part, but uh, of course has his best game of the year when I needed it. Chase Young, uh, he hasn't been doing that good, you know. I mean, as far as like stats wise, but I also have Cam Jordan who threw up three sacks, so I'm pretty sure that was his best game of the year so far. That was the to me, like that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see who else do I got? And then uh, Eric Wilson. So that's been probably one of my better pickups. Uh, I had Anthony Barr, and then once he went down, I picked up Eric Wilson right away, and he's just been a stud. Um, Devin White, he had a down week, um, a lot of uh, assisted tackles, but still had a nice total. But I would say. Luckily, everybody stayed healthy for me, but Zeke, he's been a big disappointment. I mean, obviously, he's not done, so as long as I can stay in the hunt, and which I am right now, I'm in second place, even though we're in a four-way tie. It's all it's all about the quarterbacks, you know, that are keeping me in it. I traded away Goff because I have uh, Patrick Mahomes, Derek Carr, and I also have Minshew. So Minshew's been a huge disappointment so far being hurt. Haven't really needed him too much. But I traded away Goff and Jalen Rager, which I didn't really want to do, but I got Travis Kelsey and Micah Kaiser. And Kaiser, I mean, he's been whatever ever since I got him. But just getting Kelsey. Yeah. I didn't even have to hear anything else after Kelsey. (laughs) I mean, Goff had a great game last night. But prior to last night, and this is coming from the Goff owner, I have him in at least one league. I was – pretty damn concern you know it just it just seemed like they would get down to that red zone and here comes uh malcolm brown for a touchdown so uh, that was refreshing to see both cup as well as bobby trees get back on track showing what they do why they got the extension even van jefferson got in there up and coming a star so that that was nice but i'll admit i I was real nervous about golf there for for a few games yep for sure and uh so darren that's actually who i made the the trade with he's in the sixth seed right now he i don't even know who his second quarterback was but this is one of those leagues where he pushed quarterback off he got lucky and got aaron Rodgers, but that was like the first qb he took like pretty late you know in the grand scheme of things yeah, oh man, Aaron Rodgers is such a steal. <laughs> I, I I wish I had him in more uh, redraft leagues. I, I got him in a few, but uh, yeah, he's been awesome. And oh yeah, here he goes. So he didn't even have a second QB. So even though he, even though he had Kelsey, I mean, without that second QB, like I don't know, making a playoff push or I don't know yeah, how. Yeah, you got to do something at that point. So. Yeah, yeah, nothing else needs to be said. If you only had one QB, then fair enough. Fair enough. And this was something it, – it took a long time to work out this trade. Like, I want to say it took almost a month to work out the trade. <laughs> and it, it, it took a long-ass time. <laughs> and uh, a lot of it was just neither one of the sides hey. wanted to rush it. 
that that's really what it was because uh we we both had certain value that we wanted to get and it, it still was a little bit of a give and take because i didn't want to give up rager i mean he was one of my my top young wide receivers and this was when he started coming he was back on now um off the ir and all that so i didn't really want to trade him i was trying to move john brown but john brown couldn't stay fucking healthy to save his life so mm. that kind of slowed down <laughs> <a bit>. yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah for for me i made so many trades uh during the draft that's like the most fun part for me i want to go back and look and see like how the trades actually panned out you know because i know i traded I traded uh, Dustin uh, to get his first round pick. So I ended up pairing up Zeke and Mahomes. And then I traded away my second round pick to uh, to Patrick. Um, so, yeah, a lot of craziness happened. But uh, I'm liking the way that my team's sitting right now. Let's see. Corey says. Yeah, your team's looking good, man. Not looking too shabby. Not looking too shabby. And uh, Corey says, this is awesome. I'd like to recap my team, too. It's a nice trip down memory lane. <laughs> so I know next year when, uh, I mean, now the following so much uh, bigger than it was when we started this league way back when. But uh, next year, I want to have, like, you know, a show, like, per week, just, like, recapping, you know, what's going on. Maybe having, like, highest score of the week come on or biggest blowout, you know, come on or something like that. Because I feel like this is a cool cool little show to bring some engagement, let people get to talk about their team a little bit. And uh, yeah, especially when you're doing good, it's always fun. And let's see. Yeah, it definitely helps to be doing good. <laughs> yeah, not too fun when your team's getting shit on. Yeah, it definitely yeah, helps no. to have your first round draft pick. <laughs> That's for sure, man. So like the CMC, I mean – um, I don't even – the CMC owner, I believe, is in 12th place right now. Like, stuff like that, just uh, – it's rough. I got CMC in two leagues, and one league that I had him in, I was doing real good, and then I just extremely fell off. And then somehow in the other league that I got CMC in, I, I just squeezed my way into third place in a 12-man league. Well, you know, it, it's tough, man. It, it – you know, one of your top players goes down, you better have some depth because if not, goodbye. Yep. So let's see, just real quick, just for shits and giggles, I'm look at the next uh let's look at the next two weeks here really quick and see who plays who. Oh, so Dustin, you're going up against the number one seed this week. Yep. So I need you know, uh, Andy Dalton to light the world on fire. Let's go, baby. <laughs> yep. So that one's uh, – I mean, I know that nobody's probably fixed their lineups or whatever right now, but it's set to be a, an even score. You're actually projected to win by one point right now. So if I uh, make a difference. <laughs> I got lucky. I'm playing the 12 seed this week, so I'm uh, I'm liking it so far. And then let's see here. Patrick, you play Ratfoot. We already talked about that. So you're playing the 11 seed. You're slated to win by, it says, 27 points right now. And a big matchup between uh, Darren and between Dark Wolf. Uh, so that is the number – where are they in the, the standing? So Darren's number six, and then Dark Wolf is number five. And Darren has Dark Wolf beat. Ooh. In, uh, in points. So if Darren wins, 
That means someone is uh, flip-flopping spots there. Let's see if there's any other. Let's see. Four Eye Bry, he's uh, he's on the outside looking in. Looks like he's got somewhat easier matchup. He's going against the nine seed, and then I think uh, I I think he's about to get Eckler back. Also, Ooh. I believe it when I see it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Eckler. I'm not optimistic on it, unfortunately. I mean, I don't own Eckler either, so I don't really have a reason to be. I just – everything I've heard, it just uh, it just doesn't sound good to bring him back. And if they do bring him back, is it going to be a work with, like you expected? I I don't know. I don't know. And Kalen Balazs of all fucking people, like <laughs> – Guy productive, we'll, we'll say that. I mean, it's just weird how, uh, I mean, the Jets coaches, I mean, we know for a while they were, you know, just treating their nose with a little bit of, little bit of blow there. And you, it just seems like that part of it has never left Miami because it seems like all you have to do is go to Miami, be shit there for a couple years, and then get traded. And then you just do good, like Drake. <laughs> Complete resurgence. Kalen Balaj, I mean, didn't the trade get denied because he couldn't pass a physical or something like that? Like it just showed something, how much yeah. shit the about fact the that he's player. even relevant is mind blowing. So I just based on what I remember about him, it was just like, oh my gosh, what is going on? But yeah, I mean, he I mean, the past three weeks he's been fine. You know, if if you're in a pinch, you need an RB2. I I, you could do much, much worse for sure. I, I mean, I hope Eckler comes back. I really do. I'm just, I'm not confident in it. You know, it sounded like such a bad injury. The last thing that they want to do is bring him out there and re-injure it. Um, when you're not on Twitter, just saying. He was, he did throw his video up on him on Twitter, you know, just running. And uh, I mean, if that's all you can do is run and you can't even run, you know, full speed, he's not in football shape yet either. You know, he's got to get back to that. You've got to practice. You can show me videos of you running all day, (laughs) every day. I want to see you practice fully for a week first. I feel like until we see that, I wouldn't count on it personally, just my opinion. And really, if if we don't even see him in pads, we haven't even seen him in pads, you know, let alone actually on the practice field. Like if he's only wearing his helmet and that's it, like it ain't looking good for him to start in a week. Yeah, I just I don't have a good feeling about it, but we'll see what happens. I could be completely wrong. Yep, Corey says he loved me some Balazs because he went to my university. Nice. Go Devils. Forks up. <laughs> nice. Arizona State? I, I, that, that's what I thought of. I mean, I, I know that colleges can have the same mascot, and uh, there's so many different Wildcat teams and all that. That's my guess, but how's the Saquon owner doing? So, hmm. 
Saquon is the uh, the owner. He's the the rat foot guy that we keep talking about. So his team is in the complete shitter. <laughs> he's uh, in eleventh place now because he somehow won two games. But uh, I played him two weeks ago. I didn't. I didn't Ooh. let him by me. That uh, that wasn't happening. It was close though. Ten down to the wire, but you did seal the deal there at the end. So congrats on that. Eric Wilson with a Monday night victory. That uh, it always feels nice. Oh yeah. And yep, Corey said Arizona State. So yep. Hell yeah, man. Uh I think Arizona State was, I believe, the only university ranked more of a party school than Texas State. So shout out to you, my man. I went to Texas State, so both went to party schools. Hell, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see what else we got going in the chat here. So Robert says I need a dynasty money league next year. So get into the uh, get into the Discord gang at fantasyfootballhustler.com. I'm going to be putting together so many leagues next year. That is for sure. And for all of all of y'all that haven't played but want to play, oh, you're gonna love it. I mean, I, when I finally made the jump, it was like, what have I been doing all these years? This is awesome. <laughs> like, just wait. Mark my words. And Dynasty, I, I mean, I, I know a lot of people get nervous about that because it's a year-round thing. I mean, I know it was kind of crazy having the draft whenever we did in April. Maybe it was May. I can't even remember. It's been so long ago. It does kind of suck drafting that early. But, man, it keeps you talking about fantasy football, just, uh, you know, good shit talking all around. And, yeah, I think we had, like, I want to say, like, a two-month break between uh when we drafted and when the games were actually starting so a lot of things changed between draft day and uh game one. Oh yeah most definitely it it was miserable too you know you're like you're just sitting there like looking it's like oh man i drafted this awesome team i can't wait to crush everybody and then you know covid injuries whatever and you're like <laughs> my team sucks <laughs> Yeah, it happens, man. Take the good with the bad. Just keep pushing forward. Yep, that was uh, super, super tough. Uh, that I think it was week two was that week where so many people tore their damn ACLs. Like that was like that. That was rough. Yeah. That, was, that was a rough week. Oh, got some other. I, mean, ASU I remember people talking. What up, ASU? But I, I remember people talking in the in the beginning of the season, you know, oh, it's the hamstring apocalypse, uh, you know. Everybody was ripping their ACLs and their hamstrings just left and right. And Adam Schefter even came out and said it was the most the most big time injuries that they ever saw in you know just one weekend of football. So yeah, it, I mean it has to be, and it's it's sad man especially that it happened to so many stud fantasy players but that'll that'll probably be the reason that preseason continues to stick around and if it prevents these injuries then i'm all for it um but yeah very uh very unprecedented season for sure and really it's just about people getting into game shape i, I mean that's what the preseason is kind of for getting you into football shape because the scrimmages, no matter what, it's just it's just not the same. Just not not even close. 
Agreed. Agreed. Let's see. Oh, wait. Following the waves, I was one and five when I started watching the channel. And now I'm six and five. And in the hey. race for the playoffs in my league. I like it. I like it. Sky's the limit. Keep going. All right. Let's see. So Chris asked, which player on your team has outperformed their expectations? Uh, Dustin, you go first. Put you on the spot. So get yours ready, Patrick. Let me take a look at my team. Um, you know, it's got to be, it's got to be, I don't know, Kareem Hunt maybe? Honestly, I, the real answer, the real answer is Kaiser White. Uh, a guy that was not on my radar, Mr. FF Hustler over here was like, yo, on Twitter was like, yo, y'all need to pick this dude up. He's eligible for LB and DB. I was dealing with like Jabril Peppers in this league in particular. I was dealing with some Buda Baker injuries. Um, plus a linebacker that you can start at, at uh, DB is a cheat code. Um, so I picked him up and man, there was a stretch there where he was just killing it. Uh, he's cooled off a little bit now. So that's probably the real answer. Some dude I picked up off the waiver uh, who's really plugged in and, and filled some holes for me this And I can't believe when you picked him up, I like almost slapped myself because I'm like, damn it, I didn't even check. <laughs> I didn't even Got check him. the league to see Got if he him. <laughs> Paying it forward, man. <laughs> That shit was that that was funny. I, I really thought that I checked the league too and I just thought he was owned, but that's one of the downfalls of playing in 20 leagues. Uh, sometimes just forget to check <laughs> the waiver wire everywhere. <laughs> yeah, For I sure. picked him up. Well, and I, I almost didn't even check it. I was like, well, I, I was just like, you know, surely he's not going to tell me to pick up someone who's available in the league that he, <laughs> I mean, he knows I'm his Twitter follower. <laughs> uh, and I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, I'll check. Maybe, maybe some of my other leagues I can use them." So I, that's really why I got it. And I was like, "Oh shit, he is available." Yeah, yeah. Add. <laughs> Can't be mad at that. Yeah, if you would have saw my reaction video, if I would have made one, uh, it would have made you laugh because I was like, "Oh <laughs> man, what the fuck? I told him to get him, and I left him on the <laughs> table. Like, what am I doing?" <laughs> So what about you, Patrick? Who's uh, someone on your squad who um, would say outperformed uh, your expectations? This one's pretty damn easy for me, Naeem Hines. Um, even though this past week was certainly a down performance compared to his prior game, I mean, just holistically looking at the season at large, I says number 17 running back PPR, like, Never would have dreamed that. That was uh, – I'd have to go back and see where I actually drafted him, but it had to have been damn near the end of the draft, I'd imagine. So, definitely Hines. Yeah, and, I mean, third string running back, you know, to uh, to start the season and now split and work, you know, and that's, uh, that's what's crazy because we start two running backs and then we have two – flex spots where you can start a wide receiver running back or tight end and then we have the super flex spot where you can start anybody including a qb there's not that many teams that have more than three decent running backs in the dynasty league it's just 
it's so tough because you never know who's going to be the guy that gets injured, who's going to be the guy who doesn't step up. I mean, everyone thought Jonathan Taylor was going to be the man. This was really his only good game that he's had of the season so far. And uh, I, I did say that if he was ever going to have a good game, it was going to be this one. But moving forward, you really don't know who's going to be the hot hand. And I like Hines just as much as I like Taylor to be the hot hand on any particular game. Yeah. And real quick, while we're talking about Jonathan Taylor, just throwing this out there. Maybe he should take the Jameis Winston approach. Look into LASIK because based on what I've seen, there are holes. His line is creating very visible holes for this man to run through, and he's running into the back of his own lineman over and over and over. And I don't know if he's just like that nervous that he just hasn't just relaxed and just gotten in the groove but i mean i've seen that so many times it drives me crazy um i don't know what to think i mean i actually traded him away in a completely different dynasty league simply based on the fact that he's a wisconsin running back sorry if there's any wisconsin alumni out there i just don't trust y'all's running backs plain and simple um but yeah man it's so strange because you would think he'd be just thriving with that O-line, especially with them playing at such a high level on defense. And although it, it appears that holes are there, he somehow he's just running into his own people. I, I, I don't know what to think. I'm glad I don't own him anywhere because I'd have no clue. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, – it's crazy. And you see some of these running backs to where they just don't have that, like, extra second of patience, you know, like whatever it is, maybe it's only a half a second that you need of patience to like hit the hole. But uh, yeah, he's always just like running into the lineman is what it seems like. Uh, over and over. Um, I'm hoping that based on just this overall skill set and athleticism over time, you know, he'll be able to make that adjustment to NFL speed. I'm hoping that's it. He just hasn't been able to make the adjustment speed wise with how quickly things are happening. Um, but that's a hope, you know, I, for the, for how high of hopes practically everyone around fantasy had for him and, and what we've seen thus far, I, I'm very concerned. Yeah, not not looking too good for him, and they don't really have the best uh, schedule moving forward. I know I know they do have a couple good matchups, but the way that he's been playing, it's like he needs to be balling against Green Bay, who's like literally the worst rush defense, or you know, there's no in between. I would say for my squad, Will Fuller is someone who I was already pretty high on, but for where I got him, he's uh, I believe he's like. Wide receiver 18 right now. I also drafted Robert Woods and Devontae Parker. So Woods is a little bit higher than him. He's like wide receiver 14, but I kind of drafted him to be that guy. And I would say the really big guy for me on defense that's been making a difference, uh, Eric Wilson. I mean, I, I got him off waivers. He was someone when Anthony Barr went down and he stepped in. That was someone who... I don't think I've ever sat him down since I got him and he's been super solid and we, we can start 
two linebackers and then one uh, one flex. So I can start three linebackers and yeah, he's uh, in my lineup every single week, no matter what. Nice. Let's see. Yep, Corey says first time in Fuller's career that he didn't get injured during the season. To be honest, yep. And uh, so before the season started, I my bold claim of the of the year was uh, one of them was Fuller that he was gonna stay healthy for the entire season and he was gonna finish as a top ten wide receiver. And it was because they said this year was the first year that he's actually taking his off season stuff seriously, and he got a new training. Uh, a new training regiment, um, but a whole bunch of stuff just regarding like his whole training crew, like a- away from the football team. So we'll see. I'm, I'm knocking on wood that, uh, yeah, that was, consistent. You read my mind. I was about to say, you better be slamming on some wood right now. Cause I, if I had him, I wouldn't even bring his name up. Just consider him the unspeakable. Cause I, I was the exact opposite. I had no clue why everyone was grabbing him as high as they were. And, here we are. So what do I know? Um, yeah, I hope it continues, man. You know, I, I live in Texas, so I do root for the, the Texans. Um, I hope it continues. It's just so hard, just so hard for me to see him actually make it through the entire season, especially when it's the contract year. But hey, it could happen. Yo, yo, ISO, what up from Twitch TV? Uzi Verto, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what up? But yeah, Fuller, uh, he's been solid. Texans have just been solid. I mean, the one thing, oh, there you go. Got some Texans fans in here too. Hey, Deshaun oh. Watson. Deshaun Watson. Yes, sir. Bulls on parade, baby. If it wasn't for the so, record, see my probably be in that MVP me. running. Yeah, because uh, – I mean, they had a tough schedule to start. I mean, oh, I think the first four tough. games, they played like the Chiefs, uh, the Ravens. I can't even remember who else was in. Steelers, right? The Steelers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck, man, that's a tough-ass <laughs> first quarter of your season to have to deal with. And, you know. And then luckily- we still had Bob O'Brien at the helms back then. So, good God. They should have just got rid of him after those first four games because as soon as you guys got rid of him, so Cooks, he got dropped in almost every redraft league that I'm in. Once the the coach got fired, I he went exploded. Oh, yeah. He's been should've, killing. You should have known better. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, you don't drop Brandon Cooks. I mean, there's nothing that went on that early in the season where you just dropped the man. Yeah, especially, I mean, redraft league, it's tough because, I mean, he was getting drafted kind of high, you know, I mean, maybe between the sixth and the eighth round, just depending. But, uh, yeah, ISO gave up the best wide receiver in the league for a bag of chips. That one is, uh, that's rough. You know, there's just some drama behind the scenes. And, I mean, it sucks because they should have just got rid of the the drama. Is (laughs) I'm going to keep it real. If I was Deshaun Watson, (laughs) I would have stuck Bob square in the temple and knocked him clean the fuck out after I heard about that shit. I really would have because I would have been that upset. Find me. 
take me to court if you want, whatever. I'm getting paid regardless. But yeah, I'm I'm knocking you clean the fuck out over that stupid ass trade. Man. You could have had no running backs. Like, just don't even line up with a running back at all. Texans would have the best fucking wide receiver core out there. Real quick question, because I, I really don't know. I was thinking about this um, a little earlier. So, you know how in the NBA there have been trades that the league has essentially vetoed? Does the NFL do the same thing? I've never. Heard- so, that would have been the one. In my opinion, like looking at it, it's like, how in the hell did that help your team? <laughs> I, I'm just throwing that that out there because I remember when CP3 <laughs> got traded wherever it was and the league was like, no, that's not fair. We're not letting that happen. <laughs> NFL, where y'all at, man? Come on. Yeah, see, I mean, I, don't, I guess it, I mean, it obviously helped the Cardinals for sure, but it, like, weakened the Texans so much that it, like, I mean, I don't know. That that was weird. I've never heard about it happening in the NFL. NFL just never fucking, they, they never trade. Like, why don't they get creative like the MLB does, you know, with their trades where, you know, maybe some teams take on a little percentage of that money that's owed or whatever just to get rid of someone, but. I don't know. The NFL trades just suck. Like nothing ever exciting happens. That was the most exciting thing that happened. And uh, it pissed a lot of people off at the same time. Most exciting for some fucking heartbreaking (laughs) sorrow for some others. Let me tell you. I mean, as a Texans fan, I am buckled up and strapped in for um, some, a, a dark year or two or three. So it can't be I'm as just, bad as when we had uh, David Carr and, and had it just started. So That's the thing. You still have Deshaun Watson in a perfect world. And I know we just gave props to both Fuller and Cooks. But, man, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. If we could somehow get Jamar Chase. Oh, that would be beautiful. Beautiful. We'll see how everything pans out. The good thing is Bill O'Brien's gone, so let's get to work. And uh, oh, Antonio, he said it could be worse. You could be a Jets fan like him. Yeah, silver lining for sure. For <laughs> sure. Jeez. Yeah, I can't imagine being a Jets fan. Whew. Um. So before we wrap this up right now, Getting ready to wrap it up, going on an hour. So, yeah, this was a pretty cool live stream to do. Yeah. Why don't don't we get some bold predictions on the AFC uh, playoffs? So, let me – I'm going to pull it up right now, the standings, because the NFC, I mean, it seems like they already got a bunch of locks in there, but AFC, I mean, there's a lot of question marks right now so obviously the Steelers they're 10 and 0 they're in it <laughs> uh Chiefs they're uh they're nine and one the number one seed this year they're the only ones that have a buy so that's like pretty cool and really different so there's gonna be uh three games that happen uh per conference on uh on the first week instead of uh two games each so that's a little bit of uh little bit of a, a monkey wrench they threw in there, changing it around. So outside of those two teams who are clearly at the top, 
We got the Bills at seven and three. We got the Colts at seven and three. We got the Titans at seven and three. They play each other this week. Uh, so they're fighting for the division there. Browns at seven and three. Dolphins at six and four. Ravens at six and four. And the Raiders at six and four. So what are your guys' predictions on how so we got the top two teams that are in there, the Chiefs and the Steelers. How do you think the the other five teams are going to shape out in the AFC? And uh, Dustin, how about we start with you first? Yeah, I broke up a little bit there. Uh, just say so you wanted me to go first? Yeah, go ahead and go first. So we know that the Chiefs and the Steelers are in. What are your thoughts on the remaining five teams? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the Bills. Um, I think the Bills are are definitely going to make it. Uh, I So my dark horse team is the Raiders. I do think that they find a way to, you know, sneak into the sneak into the playoffs. I know that uh, the Chiefs are, you know, the division wild card, but you know they're playing pretty well, man. Um, so the Bills and the Raiders. Um, I think the the Titans make their way in. Uh, I think the Titans are probably going to win the AFC South again. Uh, the Bills are going to win the AFC East. Um, so, uh, what is that? I got one more. Yep. I got the Chiefs, Steelers, Bills, Raiders, Titans. I get two more. Um, I just, you know, I, I can't trust the Dolphins. Um, who, uh, who am I missing here? Who else is in the hunt right now? Is it the uh, Ravens? And the, the Browns? Ravens, the Ravens and the Browns. You know, I would this is this might be a bold take, but I, I got the Browns over the Ravens, man. To it's make pretty you know, to make a playoff spot. I mean they have one game up on them right now, so that they're gonna play each other and either way, I mean everyone in the AFC North, they've got uh they've got a tough schedule remaining. Well, man, it's tough, man. I don't trust Baker Mayfield. OBJ's gone. Miles Garrett, I believe, is missing this week again. So who knows when he comes back? So who, would, who who are your five teams, Patrick? So don't uh, don't mention the Steelers and the Chiefs. Those guys are they're already a lock to be in there. But who do you think is the remaining five teams that you think are going to make it? So I will say after seeing the Colts handle the Packers, um, tough matchup, but I'm liking the Colts, man. As weird as that sounds with Phillip Rivers and then Jonathan Taylor not doing what everyone expected, that, that team, man, it, I just – for some reason, you know, finding a way to get that win there against Aaron Rodgers, that's that's no easy business there. So that said a lot. So I have to have it, uh, the Colts in there. 
Um, their defense is legit, by the way. Like, if people don't yeah. know their defense is fucking legit. <laughs> and the thing is, is, you know, with someone like Naeem Hines that can come in and provide that security blanket for, for Rivers, I think that brings a lot to the table. I, I still don't wa- know why he wasn't used as much this last game, but um, – yeah, I just the way that the Colts D is playing, and as long as Philip Rivers can play as well as he as he has the past few games, I I've got to have them in there. Um, I got to put the Titans in there as well. I don't know if if it's still the winter is coming or if it's already here, but if y'all saw Derrick Henry this past week and overtime, I mean, it, it appears that people don't even want to try to tackle him once it's that late in the game. And he's just been punishing defenders all game. You know, that second half comes around and he's so deceptively fast. That's such a weapon. Um, so Colts and Titans, I feel like they're going to find their way in there somehow, some way, even though they're in the same division. Uh, I do have to go with the Bills. Um, the Josh, the play from Josh Allen. You know he's had he's had those couple of down games, but overall, um, just such a step forward. I mean, that's like a hop, skip, and a jump forward compared to what I was expecting. Um, you know, as far as him in the past game is concerned. Uh, it's crazy because with the Bills. The, when John Brown was out, it was like their whole offense just like went to shit. Like it's crazy yeah. how much like, part of the offense like he really is. Yeah, and unfortunately, I believe he's out again. So maybe that'll really be the telltale of if the Bills are pretenders or pretenders. Do they need John Brown on the roster to play? You know, to the optimal level that that they've shown. Um, we'll find out. We'll find out very quickly. Um, how many more do I have? Sorry. Could you say the Colts, the Titans, and Colts, the Bills? Titans, two Bills, two more. Ooh. I'm gonna go out out on a limb. I think the Ravens make a push and get in there. The schedule is just so cake for them. Even, you know, it's going to be a tough matchup against the Steelers. I get it. But I I don't think it matters who plays running back as far as their matchup with the Steelers is concerned. I think it's more about their defense getting some stops. Um, you know, the, the Steelers have a hell of a D as well. That Devin Bush injury hurt, you know, it it, it might not show as much as, as people would think, but ever since that injury, they're giving up more and more chunk plays that just weren't happening, period, when Bush was on the field. Yeah. Um, so I do think that the Ravens make a push and just go on a streak and get in there somehow. I just – I just can't imagine a team with such talent and potential not making it. So I got to go with them. 
Uh, last but not least, I'm actually going to go with the Dolphins here. Um, don't have a lot of reasoning, to be quite honest with you. I just really love seeing what D-Flo has done with this team. I, I really yeah. do because because he's made some questionable calls, whether it be draft picks, whatever. Um, that team, man, I know, I know the defense didn't do that well this past week, but that D was just really under the radar solid. Um, and then, you know, I don't know when Gaskins comes back, but you, you have other, uh, pieces to plug in until he's healthy. Um, and if that defense gets back to what they were doing, um, you know, looking for a bounce back game from them, just the coaching alone, I feel like I'm rolling with the Dolphins as that last team to sneak in there. Yep, well, I'm going to agree with you there. I do think that the Dolphins can sneak in. They do got three tough games against uh, the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Patriots. But then they got the Bengals, and then they got the Raiders. So they're going to kind of seal their fate a little bit with the with the Raiders game. So that's one of my teams that I think is going to be in. I think that I don't think that it that it's going to be the Browns. The Browns have a tough schedule moving forward. I do think the Ravens end up sneaking in there. So that's two for me. I think the Raiders fall out at fall out of it. I do think the Bills sneak in with their with their schedule. They do play the Steelers, they do play the Chargers this week. They also play the 49ers, so they do have a tough schedule. So if they don't they don't look out, I mean the Dolphins could even pass them. They're only one game behind them. Now the Texans and the Col- or the Titans and the Colts. I I think that both of them are going to get in somehow. I mean they they do have I tough agree. games going up against each other. And the Colts still have to play the Texans twice. But I feel like both teams do enough just to kind of stay the pace there. Yeah, and and one more thing real quick about the Titans. When you look at week 13 through 16 at who their opponent is, it's just like I imagine Derrick Henry just like licking his fingers, you know, just like (laughs) ready to eat because – ah. I even the week even before that too, they played Jackson. So they played Jacksonville, the Lions, the Packers, and then the Texans. Those are their last four games. Like those are four games that Derrick Henry is bottom getting. five <laughs> run defense. Yeah. Derrick Henry will be leading the charge and put it in the bank. The Titans will absolutely be a postseason team. It's going to come down to the wire. All right, guys. Well, uh, stay on. After we do this intro, I'll say uh, peace out to you guys before we get going. But, yeah, that's it for the live stream. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. There's still a bunch of people on here right now. So if you're not subscribed on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. If you are not on YouTube right now, just uh, go there and go hit the subscribe button, Fantasy Football Hustler. And, uh, Dustin, let's tell everybody where to find you at again. How about Patrick? I think Dustin's frozen. Yeah, find me at. <laughs> you can find so, me at uh, FPS underscore Dustin. Uh, fantasy. 
Filoso one. We got a YouTube channel. Uh, I think my internet probably sucks, but uh, it was a blast coming on here today. Yeah, I'm back, man. I'm down. Yeah, thanks again, Alex. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, FPS underscore Patrick. Um, you can also find myself and Dustin. We try to we try to drop videos weekly. Um, we we've had some gaps here lately, just with life coming up. But that's that. Um, but fantasy philosophers on YouTube, check us out. Um, thanks again, Alex. Nothing but love. Appreciate you having us on. Hoping to come back sometime. Been a blast. Hell yeah! So I'm gonna start having a Tuesday live stream where it's what not gonna be about. Hell yeah. <laughs> Going to start having a Tuesday live stream where I just bring people on for different engagements. Uh, so I think I'm, I might do it next week, but I think uh, the 7th of December is when we're going to be kicking off. Uh, officially, I'm going to be bringing in some other people on that I've never had on before, but some people who are in the Hustler gang, you know, just uh, my crew that are taking care of me on Patreon. That's what's up. That's yep. what's up. Yeah, keep keep us updated, man, and everyone out there, stay tuned. You know, championships right around the corner. Stay Playoff tuned. Push. Playoff push is coming. And then Antonio, thanks, bro, for the shout out. Says, please subscribe if you didn't yet. Let's get my dude to a thousand. I'm within ten. I'm at like nine ninety one or something. We are super super close. So as soon as I get to a thousand, we're doing that John U. Smith signed mini helmet giveaway. So it's gonna be happening this week. That's a bet. Yeah, go ahead. Hit that subscribe button. What are you waiting for? Whoop, whoop. Let's get it. All right, guys. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile.